1: Hi, this is Bryce from Precision Nutrition, reading today's article, What You Don't Know About Willpower, Why Popular Ideas About Determination and Drive Are All Wrong, by Krista Scott-Dixon. Most people think of willpower as a resource that runs dry, and then you're just out of luck. But here's the truth, and a much more hopeful approach. There's a reason why 6 out of 10 big, sweeping promises to change, end up failing within three months. Or should I say, a few reasons. Some folks try to introduce too much change all at once. Others never create a solid action plan to work from in the first place. And yet others fail to address life patterns that reinforce old habits. But there's one key factor that plays a central role in making or breaking our ability to change. And as a culture, we just don't understand it. I think it's time we talk about willpower. Improving your life, whether that means quitting smoking, losing weight, or getting a handle on your disaster of an inbox, it all requires change. And to make change happen, we usually go straight to our old friend, willpower. The internal conversation usually goes something like this. Wake up, willpower. I've got a bunch of jobs for you. First, I need you to get me out of bed at 5.30 a.m. Then you've got to get me out the door for a run. Also, don't let me eat any sugar today. And while you're at it, keep my mouth shut the next time my boss says something stupid. Sound familiar? We draw on willpower a lot. But what is it exactly? Why does it seem to fail us? And most importantly, how can we make it work better? How we think of willpower. Now you may know it by a few different names. Determination. Drive. Restraint. Resolve. Self-discipline. Self-control. Resilience. That can-do spirit. The common thread? They all make your palms sweat and your mouth go dry when forcing yourself to do something you really don't want to do. Definitions of willpower include similarly discomforting concepts. The ability to delay gratification, resisting short-term temptations in order to meet long-term goals. The capacity to override an unwanted thought, feeling, or impulse. The ability to employ a cool cognitive system of behavior rather than a hot emotional system. Conscious, effortful, regulation of the self by the self. And a limited resource capable of being depleted. That last definition in particular is quite interesting. Because you see, it might not actually be true. We used to think that willpower was a limited resource. Something that we use up until it's gone. That's the belief we fall back on. When, after eating chicken and broccoli all week long, We find ourselves knee-deep in nachos and margaritas at 7 p.m. on Friday night. My depleted willpower made me do it. Thankfully, new discoveries in willpower research have revealed that this viewpoint falls short. But before we get into the new research, here's a crash course on what we thought we knew until recently. Here's the question. Is willpower really a finite resource? University of Kentucky psychology professor Suzanne Siegerstrom began researching the biological basis of willpower in the early 2000s. Studying physiologic correlations, Siegerstrom found that heart rate variability, HRV, increases when people call on their willpower. From there, a study in the Journal of Experimental Social Psychology showed that using willpower literally fatigues participants. In another study, stamina was shown to be depleted. Florida State University professor Matthew Galiot then proposed that the mind and the body pull the same resources for fuel, suggesting that willpower uses glucose. Though arguable, Galiot's research at least suggested that individuals with high glucose resources would have more self-control. Follow-up studies showed that having too many choices, say at a buffet, decreases our ability to restrain ourselves. The take-home? Limit your options if you want to conserve your willpower. From these studies and other data, we get the picture that willpower is a limited resource, that we must prioritize our willpower-requiring activities, since we'll likely run out. Countless books and strategies have been written on the subject. The first wave of books was a bit fatalistic, If willpower is a biologically limited entity, it's not our fault if we run out. That's not very hopeful, and practically useless when it comes to making big life changes. The second wave was a bit better. These compared willpower to a muscle, suggesting that it can be strengthened. So authors shared all sorts of strategies for doing so. Here's the only problem with all of this. The willpower as limited resource narrative is only half right, which means it's also half wrong. Change your beliefs on willpower change everything. In more recent studies, one thing really stands out. Willpower is surprisingly simple to boost. So easy that merely suggesting to people that willpower works cumulatively rather than being a finite resource can be enough to improve the numbers. In one study from Stanford, researchers gave subjects the prompt, Sometimes working on a strenuous mental task can make you feel energized for further challenging activities. Simply sending them the message that willpower can build on itself, rather than run out, was enough to get people to be significantly more successful at the tasks at hand. Staggering, isn't it? I'm not saying this is going to work like a charm every time, but it does reveal the power of our own perception when it comes to finding motivation. Where willpower can take us from here. Alright, it is absolutely true that willpower is a finite resource. You will absolutely run out of it if you use too much. But, only if you believe that's how willpower works. What happens if you believe the opposite? that doing something requiring willpower can drive you to accomplish even more? Well, amazing things happen. For example, when the Stanford researchers asked 153 college students about their attitudes regarding motivation and willpower, the ones that felt willpower was a limited resource felt depleted after a difficult task. Yet the students who felt that willpower was cumulative did better on every subsequent task given. As the saying goes, nothing seems to succeed like success. From here, anything is possible. Excelling at something in one area of life might lead to a whole chain of successes in seemingly unrelated areas. For instance, a good test score could lead to improved academic growth, which could lead to procrastinating less, which could lead to things like healthy eating or sticking to a budget more effectively. Well played, brain. Well played. So what does this mean for you? Well, just like every other life situation, our own self-talk and beliefs determine how we handle difficult situations. This means that how you think about willpower can actually translate to how you act, and that can mean better results. For example, if you're having trouble finding the motivation to get to the gym, or you're tired of white-knuckling yourself away from the refrigerator, try simply reframing the situation. Tell yourself that every time you work on a challenging task, you become more capable of rocking the next one. That mindset alone can make you feel more empowered. Oh, and if you're a coach, this is powerful stuff. You can use it to help your clients think about motivation differently, so they feel energized and empowered rather than fatigued and exhausted as they make big changes in their lives. With your guidance, they can act more consistently and see better results. So what to do next? First, think about your understanding of willpower. How do you define it? How do you think it works? Consider how your definition of willpower affects your actions. Second, try giving yourself or your clients a prompt to encourage a different view of willpower and motivation. Use the one from the study we mentioned. Sometimes working on a strenuous mental task makes me feel energized for further challenging activities. Or put your own spin on it. Following through on my new habits makes me feel like a rock star who's capable of anything. Number three, consider how a different view of willpower might help you or your clients with challenges like nutrition consistency, Sticking to a workout routine, preparing meals ahead of time. And lastly, number four, the next time you feel you've exhausted your willpower, ask yourself, how can I reframe what willpower means to me? What successes have I already achieved? How can I draw energy from those successes? Remember, willpower is simply another tool you can use to empower yourself or your clients to make positive changes. And, like most things in life, it's best used with a hefty dose of self-compassion, positive self-talk, and social support. This has been Bryce from Precision Nutrition, reading What You Don't Know About Willpower, Why Popular Ideas About Determination and Drive Are All Wrong, by Krista Scott Dixon. You can read the article yourself online and view sources for the studies we mentioned at precisionnutrition.com forward slash understanding dash willpower. Thanks for listening.
0: Okay, everyone, that's it for this week's edition of Precision Nutrition's The Complete Fitness Professional Podcast. For more information about how to become the complete fitness professional yourself and for some awesome free nutrition and coaching resources, come visit us on the web at www.precisionnutrition.com. You could also visit us on Facebook, we're on Twitter at InsidePN. Talk to you next time.